Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder, make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review, pass the links to the homies, let everybody know. You know the deal, No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch-Up. No catch-up. Good, my people. Welcome in to No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big to quick with me. As always, we're back. We had a little hiatus. We was sick. I had COVID. Big Nick was traveling for work. Then I oh, was so traveling. you did have COVID. Damn, you're like a two-time offender, huh? I'm a two. I'm a two X survivor of the hey, vid. So I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm super antibodied up right now. I got the fresh joints. But um, we got a lot of Does the vax work or is it all a myth, man? <laughs> Come on, man. What you doing? What I look like? Aaron Rodgers? Come on, cut it out. Cut it out. Got the cut natural out. immunity. Yeah. Herd immunity, but no vax type yeah. shit. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. All right. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about, man. NBA is um is going crazy. Speaking of COVID, there's a, a lot of a lot of guys getting signed off the street. We're gonna touch on that. We're gonna touch on power rankings. We're gonna touch on what squad has the depth to get to the end of the year. And be and who we think can deal with if they lose a guy or two with COVID in a really bad spot, either going into the playoffs or even in the playoffs. We'll talk about that. Talk about the NBA in general. Then we'll dip NFL power rankings. It's week 16, or we just we just passed week 16. Week 17 is coming up. Then mm-hmm. we got week 18. Then we're in the playoffs. The MVP in the NFL is still up for discussion, maybe. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NFL power rankings. What changes need to happen here coming into the new year? Some quarterbacks didn't get deals. I'm, we're going to talk about quarterbacks not getting deals. Baker Mayfield. I want to talk about Lamar Jackson not getting his deal because now look at where we are with that. So we got a lot of things to talk about, man. You already know. Stay locked with us. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's get it. Big Nick the Quick. Let's get it. What's the business? See, man, happy holidays. Merry happy Christmas, holidays. Man. Absolutely. Man, for y'all that don't know, Big Nick the Quick got a full-blown teenager now, man. She Yeah. She's grown now. Absolutely. Yeah. How you saw, feel saw, about that? How man, how was that? It was, how was that Christmas? Uh, you know, it was great, man. Actually, she was uh it's it's a lot easier to shop for her now because she's pretty straightforward about what she wants. So obviously now right. she's all into clothes and everything. So we got her some Nikes, got her some Uggs, got her uh, she wanted these Doc Martens, so we got her that, got her some clothes and then some other things. Grabbed her the AirPods, so it's it, it's kind of surreal though, man. You like you see the you see the photo that Nick posted. <laughs> she looks like she's like sixteen, yeah. so yeah. yeah but it was great, man. Holidays were lovely, man. It's always uh, I'm at that point, like I think with Christmas, where like I really enjoy giving gifts at this point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I enjoy giving to those who are important to me. Yeah. So I was kind of looking forward to it for that reason. Like I'm never really amped up on what I'm gonna get. I haven't been in a long time. Like obviously yeah, I get real. shit and I enjoy what I get. Um, don't get it twisted, but it's more about like, all right, let me put some thought into getting this, Yo. you know, making it happen. But like I told you, look, hey, the, the best thing I did was I was done Christmas shopping by like December 6th, like literally done. Bro, Finished. I was talking shit to you Over. about that, bro. <laughs> I ended up 
I was panicking, bro. I was I was running you around. You were in the right race. To... Nah, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, <laughs> it was so whack. Never again. Never nah, again. Nah, nah, it was, I was so whack. I was done the first week of Christmas. First week of December wrapped up 100. Kicked my feet up. Like, nah, yeah. no worries. <laughs> I uh, was I was in the car like eating lunch because I'm uh, going in between stores. It was I, bad, bro. I didn't even go into a single store. That's how great I did it. Yeah, it, it was, was all it was all online, all early boxes at the crib. Yeah, no stress. Was, spent, spent last week, feet up. It was all bad, yo. But genuinely, bro, if I didn't get a present from anybody, not one single present, I wouldn't be. I would that shit wouldn't have phased me at all. Yeah, like all I, so, I'm with you 100 percent on yeah. that. Let uh let everybody else get some presents, and especially I don't have any kids yet. But when they come, it'll definitely be like, Doc, don't even get. And that's what it's about. And I I legit. Well, this is the other thing too, and I'm gonna keep it 100. You're probably gonna give me some shit that's gonna be. I'm gonna have to go run around and take it back and do like, listen, bro, just don't even trip. I'm good. I got everything I need. I don't need anything else in the house. Um, I told Alyssa, I'm like, look, anything you bringing in the house, you throwing something out. Right. Like all these new, all these new presents and shit. It you better something. throw some shit out of here, bro. Yeah, I'm not yeah. about to have the crib all stacked up with shit because right. we got cri- like, no, nah, we're not. Right, 100. percent 100. But let's jump into it. NBA. Big Nick the Quick has been locked on the NBA. I've been so locked on the NFL that that the the NBA has been secondary outside of the Bulls. I haven't missed the Bulls game yet, but I've been watching. Uh, and Bulls watching? games, are, Bulls games are so enjoyable to watch. It's, they it's, are. I so wanted much. to start that. It's so it's so much fun to watch the Bulls. Yeah, they are so 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 much fun. But other than that, I've been I've been super locked on the NFL. But I know you've been locked on the NBA. We can talk a little uh, power rankings here. What's uh? What's your well? Let's let's start with this. What's your what's your thoughts on the state of the league right now with guys like Joe Johnson coming back? Uh, Born Reddy's now back in the league. Born Reddy back in the league. Isaiah Thomas back in the league. They pulled Darren Collison out of Darren Collison out of retirement. Greg Monroe out of retirement. Yeah. Iso Joe. Iso Joe. Iso Joe is forty-one years old. Uh, getting a call from the league. Man, hey, and in better shape than uh, Luka Doncic. So that's that's what you need to know. And and the buckets are still there. Those buckets will never will never disappear. Yeah. Iso Joe can still get get a little run going. Um. It's crazy, man. Like, I think I think it's interesting on a couple levels, right? I know we're going to talk a little bit about how depth is going to be very important to yeah. teams this year, right? Like, the deep teams are obviously going to be at an advantage. But it also kind of shows, like, how GMs are thinking because you're like, it's either this, right? We go out and we sign 40-year-old ISO Joe or we sign some 22-year-old kid who's never played an NBA game. And the GMs are saying, in this situation, in a pinch where we might be signing you on Tuesday and you're playing on Wednesday – we're opting for guys who at least know what it's like to go through the experience of playing in an NBA game, whether it's the warm-up, showing up to the arena on time, going through the game plan, how to handle yourself, what it's going to be like in front of 30,000 people. Like, I don't think that we, you know, obviously you could, again, go sign some undrafted guy or somebody like that and bring them in there and might get a look at a young kid. But if you're a coach, if you're a GM, you're like, man, I don't have time to acclimate somebody to the NBA. So yeah. I'll go sign Joe Johnson. Yeah, it's been a couple years, but he's played in, I don't know, 1,200 NBA games. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not going to phase him at all. Um, so it's cool to see some of these dudes get an opportunity. I know a lot of people were uh, pulling for IT to get back in the league because he was dropping 70 on on janitors in, in L.A. this summer, and everybody thought that he should come back to the NBA for that. But I'm, I'm not hating, man. I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm obviously a big Lance Stevenson guy. Um 
Bulls have signed a few guys, whether it be like McKinney or uh, uh, get somebody else. I forgot who it is, but it's just interesting times, man. The teams that are going to be able to navigate through this, the teams that have depth, the teams that made smart moves over the offseason, the teams that hold on to their depth. I know we talked about this a little bit in our group chat yesterday as far as trading Kobe White or not to trade Kobe White. I'm not trading. I'm not sacrificing any depth for anybody. Like no two for ones, no three for twos, like none of that. Because you lose one of those guys that you trade you need for. bodies right now. Bodies. You just need capable bodies, man. Your roster is your roster, right? Lock in. Like, unless it's a trade where you're getting three for three, like I get, I give you three guys that can play and you give me three guys back that can play. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to shrink my depth at all. I'm not trying to shorten my bench. So I think that that's going to play a major impact at the trade deadline. I think that's why it's been kind of quiet. People are scared to pick, go lose yeah. some players that are, are, are already, they have already depleted roster as is. And if you're a shit team and you got some end of bench guys that might be intriguing, you should be calling the bigger, the, the, the better teams and being like, hey, we got this guy. Yeah, he's normally a tenth man, but in COVID days, he's the seventh man. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's, and it's kind of crazy. And I think as we get on later into the season, I know that the NBA has their own protocols. But if I'm an NBA coach, if I'm Billy Donovan, I got my own protocols. Like this is damn near the bubble. Yeah, you're when not, we you're get towards anywhere. the playoffs, like yo, y'all are locked up. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it y'all, is. Y'all go home, kick it. But anytime you step outside the house. You're super masked up, and you're not doing too much, bro. We I don't want to hear. Together. Shit's getting delivered to the hotel. Yes. I yeah. don't want to hear about y'all out doing team dinners, none of that. And I'm not talking about right now. I mean, we still got time. I think the Bulls, obviously, are going to make the playoffs, and they're going to make some noise. I truly believe that, and we've been saying that since before the season started. But I think it's going to be interesting where you're talking about if you get COVID in the right at the start of a playoff series, you're missing three games. Yeah. Almost. Forget about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. ne- next thing you know, you it's spread a little bit. And the next thing you know, you're you're basically bounced from the playoffs because right. your whole team can't play. Right. So, like, that's where I think it's going to be interesting where we get closer to the playoffs down towards the end of the season. And it's folks like, yeah, I know NBA got protocols, but, bro, we this is the Chicago bubble. And, if and we're you not know- at the United Center, you need to be at show. Your ass need to be at the crib in a mask, chilling. Don't bring chilling. nobody to the house. Big None of chilling. that. Yeah, kick it yeah. with your girl. Just wait watch till the film, summertime. Order yeah. some shit. Wait till the, wait till we get out of the playoffs. Then you go do whatever you want to do. And it's you know, it's, and you say it's come from the coach. It's really going to come from like the veteran teams, the vet right? Guys, like if you yeah. got strong vets, you know what I mean. Like I know the Lakers are trash right now, but you look at someone like the Warriors, something like that. Like yo, Steph and Dre, are like hey, we're in the house. If you're Jonathan Kuminga or Andrew Wiggins or one of these young guys, Jordan Poole, you're in the house. Yo, That's listen, not, you Drake, my, my single crib, like, hey, man, you here? You, you here, Jordan Poole? All right, we're just making sure you're at the crib. Listen, it's going to be like room check. <laughs> pick, just pick two of the joints you like two. the most. Just yep. get two. Isolate them. Isolate them, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's it. Like the single boys, I get it. Like it's a little tougher when you're single, right? You want to be out moving around. You got a couple joints you talking to, whatever, whatever. But listen, they they in the bubble, too. They want to kick it. They in the bubble. They they in the protocol. Like that's it. That's what it is. And this has to be the most important thing you got going on. And we're not saying that everybody that's getting it is getting it by going to the club. But guess what? That increases your chance, right? Like that increases your chance 100%. (laughs) So stay in the crib. The season's not that long. Lock in. The way it's going right now, too, everybody has a chance. You just said it. Anybody is likely to miss three playoff games. Anybody. KD down to the 12th man on the 10th team that makes it. Right. Yep. Everybody is likely to miss, it could miss a playoff game and that could swing it for you. And we're no coming doubt. off of what? 
two out of the last three NBA championships were majorly swung by injuries, right? The Bucks winning one, Toronto winning one. Like, so we've seen it. And that was rec- somewhat regular circumstance for Toronto. Um, I know the Bucks had to deal with COVID shit, but we're, we're fully in this, man. Like, you yeah. are one primetime player going down from making a huge run and being an NBA champion. So, yeah. like, to me, that's worth it. Like, any team, right. I really feel like that. Any team has a chance to make a run, except for maybe the Lakers. Yeah, no doubt. So, <laughs> the Lakers finished. All right, let's get into the hoops then. So, we got the COVID talk out of the way. We got that done and dusted. But that's going to be something to keep an eye on later in the year. There's no doubt about that. So, Nick, Nick, Nick the Quick texted me, and he said, hey, are we – is it just – are we just buying time till we get another Phoenix-Milwaukee finals? And I didn't say anything back. I just was like, yeah, let's talk about that because obviously the Golden State Warriors are coming off a W over the Suns um, on Christmas Day. They look sensational. Um, the new power rankings came out going into the end of the year, and Golden State's number one, Phoenix is number two. Where are you at on those guys? And we got Brooklyn at number three. But where are you at on those two guys specifically in the West? Because something tells me you like Phoenix a little more because you sent me that message. Yeah, I really like Phoenix, man. I think that Phoenix, so I think Phoenix is the deepest team in the NBA. I think Phoenix has 10 guys that nine, I think they have eight guys, seven or eight guys in double fidget digits. And to my count, 10 guys that can play, right? Like they were deep last year, but their biggest issue was they didn't have any big man help. They got down the playoffs, and once Saric went down, they're playing Kaminsky. Yeah. They're doing all types of crazy things. What they do? They signed three-time NBA champion and gold medalist JaVale McGee. <laughs> and you know how I feel about JaVale McGee at 15 minutes a game. There's there's nothing better, right? So I thought that that was a huge move. So you added depth there. And they were already deep. You got two point guards, right? Campaign can come in and shown you in the right situation. He can, he can kind of spell Chris Paul and play some big minutes. You got Cam Johnson coming off the bench. We got Boss Man 99. You know what I mean? We got um, who's my man's? Uh, I got the, I got it pulled up right here. They have nine guys in double figures. Nine guys in double figures. Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, Chris Paul, Miguel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Campaign, and Javale McGee. Yeah. All average 10, 10 plus points, and then Boss Man ninety nine is at nine. Exactly, and, and you then, know, and then Landry Shamet's at eight. And you know what he's about as well. These, so that's, what is that? 11 guys that can play. Those yeah. are 11 guys that anybody in the NBA would take right now. In a heart, even Kaminsky, somebody be like, yeah, we'll take him right now. So I think that they're super deep. Um, they've kept it going from last year. They've been the best team in the NBA record-wise as far as consistency-wise for the last two years. Like, let's keep it real with them, right? Um, yeah. They haven't fallen off, right? We thought like, If you thought last year was a fluke, pay attention to this year. They just got off that crazy streak. They've won seven of their last 10. They have some issues with Golden State. But still, I mean, if you're looking top to bottom, I think that's the deepest team in the – without a doubt, it's the deepest team in the NBA. No one else has 11 guys that can play. Yeah. Um, and I think behind them is Milwaukee. Milwaukee, number one, is, is – left. I think Giannis figured it out last year in that Brooklyn series that whenever he wants to, and you saw it again on Christmas, whenever he wants to and the game's out of reach, he can just say, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> 100%. Fuck it. All right. You know what I mean? And he doesn't have to do that every night, and it's a smart thing to not have. And that's a dangerous switch. That's a dangerous switch because you saw it last year. The man went for 50 in the closeout game. Yeah. Right? Like, and you saw once he figured it out in that Brooklyn series, it became, all right, if I just get physical, I can just dominate. 
Like, it's tiring, so I'm not going to do this every single night. But when I need to, in case of emergency, when we break open the little thing, Giannis comes out and he can give you, he can put on that cape. And they're just a deep team. They're a well-coached team. They're a disciplined team. They're a team that's been together for a lot of years. That's going to matter in a situation like this. So, yeah, my question is, like, I like Brooklyn too, right? But Brooklyn is one injury away from the whole thing blowing up. And history says that those guys are going to get injured. KD gets injured. James gets injured. Kyrie might come back, but he will get injured or do some goofy shit. You definitely can't rely on him. Yeah. So um, I think it's kind of nervous with them. And the Bulls, look, I love the Bulls, but I don't know if we – maybe we are, I, you know, ready to take it to the championship. But I think Milwaukee's probably the most dangerous team in the East right now. The best team in the East, top to bottom. Yeah. My contender, my number one contender would be Milwaukee. Okay. And speaking of depth, Golden State got a couple guys that could possibly be back here pretty soon. We got Clay and Wiseman uh, that are allegedly coming back in the next few weeks, handful of weeks. Yeah. I think they have to get back as soon as possible because the longer we push it out closer to the playoffs, it's going to, bro, it's going to take 20 games for them to get acclimated and back because this team right now is rolling. Yeah. They know exactly what they want to do. They have the. This is the most I've seen a team get out of very mediocre players, and I don't even know how long. Like these are regular dudes, and they are destroying people. Yeah, and they Wiggins, show up. Wiggins playing with half a pulse, which is crazy. Yeah, so it, it, it's not that. Like they have they have help coming, but what they've been getting out of the guys that that they have on the roster right now is actually awesome. So. I think that's going to be interesting to say. If they can get these guys, Clay and Wiseman, back, get them playing together with the guys that are already playing together and locked, then you got a, then you got another deep-ass team like Phoenix that has that championship pedigree as well. And I don't want to pretend like we're ignoring another very deep team in the Western Conference in the Utah Jazz, but don't talk to me about Utah. You said it is what That's, it is? It is what it is. I got to <laughs> hey, see it. I got to see it in the springtime, baby. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. They're going to do this every year. They're deep. They're well coached. They have a very well-oiled machine. But talk to me in a crucial playoff series. Hey, so that's Connelly, all I got to say about the Phoenix people out there. But if Connelly, if this is the thing, bro. <laughs> Connolly's the key, bro. Yeah. Keep if he stays healthy and, and, and he can get that be there the whole way through the end of the year and the playoff, then they're a different team. But. Yeah, we'll see. I like that team a lot, man. I, I liked the team last year a lot. You liked them last year a lot too. It was yeah. the same story. Yeah, it was the same story. They got they got Terrence. They got Terrence Mand. <laughs> it was the same story. Same unfortunately. story. They so were I awesome can't... last year. The best record in the NBA. Yeah, they were awesome last. They were year. phenomenal last year. So, so I mean, yeah, I think I think when you look at the West, those are the three teams. Um, Denver's just had too many injuries. It's kind of crazy, almost that Denver's five hundred. Because their entire no, roster it's cause, is hurt. It's Jokic. Jokic is, is ridiculous, bro. He's ridiculous. Jokic, He's ridiculous. And Mike, and Mike Malone is a hell of a ball coach. Um, yeah. They're, they're, talk about getting out of guys that they wouldn't expect to get it from. You got no Michael Porter Jr. You got no Jamal Crawford. I mean, you're just kind of throwing together scoring any way that you can. And the fact what's that the, what's the deal with Jamal? What, what's what's taking so long? I said Jamal Crawford. I mean, I mean Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal um, Murray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You, you, you know what he needs? <laughs> What does he need? Tell the people, Nick. Hey, tell the people, Nick. What does he need? He needs that sloppy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. If, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's still with Shorty or not. But he needs to go ahead and make that call. <laughs> I feel like he's been out forever, and I he have no been out update. For a long time, it's been and I have a year. no update whatsoever right on yeah. Yeah. what's the deal with him. He needs yeah, to get back. And so, yeah, and they got this Michael Porter. They give Michael Porter Jr. two hundred million, and that's just instant instant regret. 
Yeah, man. That's instant looks, regret. It I mean, listen, bad. it's obviously very early and he could get back healthy, but no. It's it's the it's the same thing we always bark about about a long time dude with with long time injuries. Young guys the bad backs and bad knees. Bad it's just yeah. not good. Yeah. Yeah, it is all it is it is all bad. So yep. we'll see there. But yeah, shout out Yogis for continuing to do his thing on a nightly basis. He is a I mean, he's the MVP, dog. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Like, I'm, and I'm glad he got one, and I'm glad we appreciated it last year and continuing to see him produce this year because that dude is a is a real monster. And you, and you touched on it quickly, but and I mean, we don't again, we 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 don't need to kill the Lakers right now. We, you already know how we feel on this, but <laughs> um, Dallas, a dis- I think Luca needs to be getting more heat for Dallas being a game under 500. I'm he's sorry. out of shape. He's he's he's, he's way out of shape. He has not elevated that team. He hasn't I mean, taken that next leap that we all thought that he would because he because he can't because he's too fat. He and hasn't that taken needs that to be pro, talked about, man. He hasn't taken that pro mental lock in leap. No, that's all it is. He's still, you know, he's very young. Similar to what did we what did we tell y'all about Tyler Hero? Right, that trajectory, like that timeline, is real, and I think it's the same. He <laughs> Luca is still in that. I'm first of all, I'm dominating motherfuckers and I'm not even trying really because that's what it is. If we're being 100, like he's not even going full tilt and he's like, dude, I'm killing these boys. Like, yeah. go to the gym. I'm about to play video games and go kick it with my homies. Like, I think like that's where we're at. So, but before, until he locks, locks in, that's going to be a very average ball team. Yeah. And they, Which- and it and it seems like, and I know they have a new coach, and I know Carlisle's gone and all that, but it seems like they uh, they're still trying to get organized on that on that side as well. They had a lot of problems in the front office, and this is their first year with J Kid and trying to get that stuff figured out. Yeah, and hopefully J Kid can get through to him too, right? I mean, you could say what you want to about J Kid's coaching career; he he is the one that kind of unlocked Giannis, put the ball in Giannis's hand, and, and, and told him you're a beast, right? You remember Giannis really developed yeah. under him too, so maybe he can do the same thing. But I think Giannis also had a different mentality, right? You look at Giannis's body when he got in the league and his body now; it's that that is hard work. You don't you don't like that's fifty pounds of like muscle mass, you know yeah. what I mean? While still working on your game and starting to dominate, like that's a mentality that Luca obviously just doesn't have right now and i don't know if he's gonna get it i hope he gets it you know but again like i don't i don't want to compare him to Giannis. i think Giannis had a different trajectory too like Giannis had to make himself that way um whereas luca came in the game ready to go luca so, needs to watch some some kobe talk like some kobe somebody needs to sit down or listen to lebron some conversations something yeah you know what got, i'm saying yeah yeah so um but yeah that's what it is he yeah, they're gonna be a 500 squad until he locks in and, and gets rocking the, the league is too the league is too loaded for you to just pull up Can't and, do it. And, and you're not gonna win you're not gonna be winning games like look, that. Look at look at James Harden. Like you can't, that's you, it. Can't, you can't just show up to an NBA season. Like you know what I'm saying? And, you got and, you got LeBron spending a million two million dollars a year on his body and you're over here showing up to the arena. And it I think doesn't Luka, work that way. Yeah, and I think Luca <laughs> could show up and get his buckets. Like he can get 28. Like yeah, whatever. Sick. But that's fine. But like he's not gonna make the squad better. He's not gonna elevate those dudes to yeah. Uh, a big time they if he's in shape they would have they beat the the clippers a couple years ago yeah so like it's the same story it's the same shit same shit we've been saying so it is what it is speaking of james Harden, let's talk about brooklyn yeah good ball club 
<laughs> it is a good it is a good ball club. They took care of business last night too. <clears throat> waiting to see Kyrie. Yeah, waiting. He's back though. Apparently, allegedly. <laughs> he's he's in the protocol. He's taking care of some some of the, the the back end red tape. How do you feel about that team when he gets back? And I'm just excited to see what happens and how it looks. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm not excited because I think it's going to be amazing. I'm excited just to see this is so unprecedented that you're going to have a player who's not going to travel for road trips. Um, just play away. I'm sorry, not not play for home games. Not play in New York. Yeah, just play on road games. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't really know how that works. Like, how does that work from a practice perspective? Like, how does that fuck what with about the guy? Cause like, chemistry Patty, cause thing. like Patty Mills is balling right now. So if I'm Patty Mills, I'm like, Hey, so you're going to take a bunch of minutes away from me so that Kyrie can play one every, you know, two games, one every three games, you know, or have weeks where he doesn't play. Cause we have a homestand. Like, I, I don't get it. How does well, that what's work? What's the option though? There isn't an option. Does Steve COVID, Nash, COVID forced does Steve Nash they, well, but does Steve Nash have the heart to be like, look, bro, if you're not going to be back, back, um, I don't need you half back. I don't think he does because I think that if I think they were fully prepared to not have him play this year, if the COVID shit didn't get crazy, it got crazy and it played right into the fact that you have a guy who can go on road trips with you, right? So I don't know how bringing an unvaxxed player on the road makes your team safer, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's that was that kind of stuck out to me. It's like okay, COVID's an issue. Let's bring Kyrie on the road. A guy who has who's not really big on rules. Um, so I think it'll be interesting, man. Like obviously, it makes them a better ball club because Kyrie's an amazing basketball player. We've never sat here and said anything about Kyrie's basketball ability. Kyrie is an outstanding shooter. He's one of the best dribblers in the league. He's the, probably the best. Little man finisher I've ever seen, right? If we're yeah, being completely he, the honest at the rim, at the yeah, it's crazy. His finishes at the cup, his layup package is ridiculous. Um, so like all that's gonna matter, and they absolutely need it because they're not a deep team at all, right? They're they're kind of relying on KD being superhuman to get a lot of these W's, um, which is fine. But so let me ask you this: Is I the right? I, I, they got some issues. Is the right move for Nash to be like? Ah, I mean, I know you're coming back, but I'm cool. No. Because you can't, cause man. Because you got nights where you got seven guys and guys are playing forty-two minutes. You know what I mean? Like you, just, it's just not sustainable. So the smart move is to is to play him. It's just he wins. He wins. And like I'm, we know we're both pro player here. We're always pro. I'm player. always pro player. Yeah. But he shouldn't win in this situation. Yeah. Like it just it, it reinforces to him that he can continue to just be a dick and do whatever he wants and have no regard for team. Like it's the no regard for team thing so is he getting home me. game checks yeah they can't t- he could file a grievance if they don't pay him because the vaccine isn't mandated by the nba so they're they're paying he's getting paid well i didn't just, realize so then what yeah just like ben simmons is getting paid well i mean i'm i'm always with that but i mean we i guess but at some point it's like you know i'm all for like hey man like yeah players have been getting jerked around forever so they got to put themselves first but at some point, you're putting yourself first with so far ahead of everybody else that, like, no, it's just like I have my rules. Like the rules don't really apply to me. So is and the like, NBA kind of copping out with not making, not mandating it? Are they just like, hey, we'll just leave this to the we we gonna stay neutral on this? So I know it has to be collectively bargained, and I know that that's gonna be an issue. Right. So yeah, they it's, gotta, it's gotta be voted through the players' association, and you're just not. I don't think it's gonna happen. But at some point, if you're the players, you're, it's like, yo, all these COVID cases and missing getting. The money is getting affected, 
right? Like the money is getting affected, right? So at some point, it's the same thing with the NFL when they say, hey, we're, we're, we're really not going to cancel any games this year because the money gets affected. So y'all got to right. fucking figure it this out. This is what it is. So once the money starts getting affected, because the, the one of the things about revenue sharing is the money has to go in there. And if the less money is less share, right? <laughs> yeah. You understand? Like it's pretty basic economics yeah. here. Less yes. money, less share. So yes. if we ain't seeing no game checks, and they felt it last year because remember they had to reduce the salaries by X amount because they didn't have as much money from playing in the bubble. So, right. like, hey, to me, that's when it starts talking. Because if I'm the Players Association president and I'm the reps and I'm like, hey, now we're talking about we start canceling games and we're not making them up or we're playing in empty arenas or we're doing this, that, and the third, and the money starts getting funny, that matters. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, I, I think at this point they should. Because you're fucking playing a sport where the where the, the the ability to spread it is very very high, um, but you know it is what it is, man. This is just crazy times, crazy times. Yeah, no doubt. But about you're it. seeing industries across the world mandated, so I don't understand why they can't. All right, let's talk the Bulls before we get over to this NBA or NFL. I want you to shed some light on your thoughts on this Kobe White situation because we talked about it a bunch in the group chat yesterday, and. I, I kind of was just reading. I, I didn't comment because none, my my stuff hasn't really changed too much, in my opinion, on Kobe. I didn't really love him coming out. and You were never really high on Kobe White. I was never really high on Kobe coming out. and But once he's on the team, you know, I tried to show love and support. But he's just – I don't see it, man. I don't, I don't see him being an impact guy on the team going forward. So it's kind of like – now I'm just in a situation where he's just whatever. And I think this plays perfectly into the hand of when you're a first-round draft pick and a top-ten pick, people, you either produce or you got to go. Yeah. Like, if he wasn't a top-ten pick, say he's a second-round pick, he's not yeah, catching any heat. You love him, yeah. Yeah, any flack, nothing. He's like, oh, this guy can score a little bit. Like, yeah, that's like, yeah of course we'll keep him. But when you're a top-ten pick, the expectations are different. Shed cool. some light on where you're at with Kobe and what uh, we talked about last night in the group chat. Well, you're 100% of that because if Io has a shitty game, nobody cares. If It's all it's all, exactly. it's house money for Io, right? And I love Io. There's no Io slander at all here. Right. I think he's fucking good. Um, and he goes to what we talk about all the time is watch the film. I don't know. Produce at a big-time university, win a bunch of games, matter in college, an elite program, and an elite conference. And then what do you know? You impact games in the NBA. You impact too. games in the NBA. Who would have thought? <laughs> Jalen Brunson. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But for Kobe, man, like, I think, see, I don't view Kobe through the lens of the number eight or number seven pick of the draft anymore. I don't view Kobe through the lens of the point guard of the future. I don't view him through the lens of even a backup point guard. Like, to me, all those expectations, all those 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 thoughts of what we thought he might be when we drafted him, I got rid of those last year. You saw it last year. The man is not a starting point guard in the NBA it really hinders his ability to play basketball. And he was so uncomfortable in that role. We talked about it every single time we talked about the Bulls. So pulling all that away, right, and just saying, okay, as a basketball player on the Bulls and as a young guy, can he develop into anything that can be useful for us? I still think he can. Like, I really do. I think that as a guy who can score, specifically as a guy who can shoot at times, I know he struggled this year. But again, he's 21 years old. He's had two years playing out of position, especially last year. He's had two years of Jim Boylan fucking him up. Um, I still think he has some value, especially in a team that is what? I think the Bulls are 29th in the league in bench scoring. 
So we're really not in a position to try to get rid of anybody on that bench who can put the ball in the basket. I don't think he should be playing 20 minutes a game. I'm not looking for Kobe White to start. I'm not looking for him to be a top eight guy. But as a guy who you throw in there every once in a while, maybe on a stale offensive night, and just see what he has has going. And if he has it going, great. And if he doesn't, it's kind of inconsequential. It doesn't really matter because he's not one of your top eight guys. I'm fine with it. I'm just not ready to run guys out of town, especially this year with the COVID situation. Now, if you're able to package Kobe White into a deal where you can bring something back that's going to help, maybe some wing depth, you know what I mean? Maybe some big man depth, something like that, for sure. But I'm not to- I just told you I'm not doing any three for twos. I'm not doing any two for ones, especially with a guy who can play at the NBA level. You saw nights like last night in the third quarter. He got it cooking for us, man. He helped us put that game away. So yeah. he has value in that situation, man. But again, in case of emergency, if it doesn't work, put him back. Put him back on the shelf. So that's where I am with Kobe White. If you take away the first round draft pick, if you take away the how's he developing as a point guard situation, and you just say, does he add any value to us as a basketball player? I still think he does. I think it kills him that he has that PG in front of his name. Yes. It it, it really it really, really kills him because the guys that, you know, have that PG in front of their name, but our but our scores are like all timer guys. Russ, um, James, Kyrie. Like these are guys that are ba- they're, they're they're scoring score first point guards creators yep. and he has this point guard in front of his name and he's known as a point guard but he does none of those things really well. He can't dribble. Yeah, and like he can't do a lot of things that a point guard needs yeah. to be able to do. And that's where he kind of gets jumbled up where it's like that, and then we're like okay, Kobe don't run point don't run point give us some buckets. But then he gets the ball in his hands and he turns it over. He doesn't manage the rock well. And then he's not shooting it very well. So then it's like, man, get this guy out of here. Get him out the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I hear you 100% about the depth. And, hey, in case of emergency, Kobe, come on down. Let's see if you can get something going like he did in the third. But like Edder said in our group chat we were talking about, the reason it was, it was a tight game in the first place is because of how bad he played in the first half. So. Yeah. I mean, but getting cooked by Trey Young, I mean, join the list. That 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 right. that line is through the door, right? Like, you know what I mean? Good defenders, bad defenders, and, and everything in between. But True. yes, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. So a couple things going against him on the narrative side. And then on top of that, he's not really going crazy when he's on the floor, too. So he doesn't seem to be a comfortable basketball player for a guy with that much talent. That that I will say. Like he doesn't seem comfortable in a lot of roles, and he does seem like he seems like when he's thinking, it, it really fucks up his game. Like, mm-hmm. really fucks up his game. Like, he just can't be thinking out there. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. I, I got a funny text uh, from a guy that doesn't lock in on too, too much hoops. And he's like, I'm watching the Bulls. And do they do they run any offense or do they just give it to DeRozan and Zach? <laughs> and started, that, that is the offense. And I started laughing and I was like, nah, they'll run a little bit of O, but – Especially towards the end of the game and towards the end of the shot clock, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's heavy it's, ISO. It's heavy ISO, so that, that is you, that you is can't what really it is. you can't really argue with it at this point. I mean, dude, that and that, that was another thing I want to talk about, like with Demar. I know we, we we talk about him every episode, but yo, there's like a confidence. He's so confident going to his spots. Yeah, like so confident going to his spots. Like he goes, he defender or no defender, if he wants to pull up from mid range and that's what he has in his mind that he's gonna do. That's what he's going to do. 
I don't yeah. care if it's over Braun, which he eyed Braun in that game, or I don't care if nobody's there, which we've seen don't do a bunch of times. He moves so well, he gets to his spot, and he shoots the ball confidently. It's just a confidence, a non-like wildness. You know what I mean? Like it's just so in controlled, it's measured, it's deliberate, like, but it's still unstoppable. Yeah, 100%. and then you add and- you add you add that in with Zach. I mean, again, like I could see how having just Demar could lead into the narrative that he's had around him the last few years of like, yeah, he's always put up numbers, but they haven't won anything. But man, you put him with Zach Levine, like it's just it it changes the entire situation. Like he completely changed the entire situation for the Bulls, and we have these stretches where Zach doesn't have to go crazy and doesn't have to try to do everything. Cause you know, let's keep it real too much. Zach Zach's turnover prone as well. Yeah. I could give that bitch away. So like when you have somebody else out there that could take that ball out of his hands, that's been one of the differences for the huge differences for the bulls. Like Zach is not the guy where it's like, yo, have him control the rock for the entire fourth quarter. And we're going to win the ball game. Cause he makes a lot of mistakes. Um, with Demar out there, like it just adds a balance to this team that I don't think anybody saw when that signing happened. So, yeah, All right, let's love, leave it there. Love it. Let's leave it there. All right, let's go to the NFL. Week set. Week it's week seventeen in the building, which is nuts. NFL season, regular season's over. I smoked off an MVP bet because the 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 unthinkable happened. I've never seen anything like that in my fucking life. Who'd you take? For those who don't know. Two weeks ago, I, I tweeted out, I'm hammering Tom Brady to win MVP. I'm eating the juice. I'm adding to the ticket that I already have. I already had a plus 400 ticket on Brady to win the MVP. This is, this is back-to-back years you've doubled down on MVP bets, correct? And then he goes out and – and Lays an egg. I mean, beyond lays an egg. They got shut out. He turns the ball over twice. All his players get hurt, and he is immediately out of the MVP conversation right after that. So I had to hedge that week. I put some on Rodgers. Um, now Jonathan Taylor's in the mix, so I could really get burned if Jonathan Taylor wins the MVP, but I don't think he does. I think they give it to Aaron. Or if, th- this guy, Aaron Rodgers, doesn't make any mistakes. I've no, never seen anything like it. He, look, yo, he doesn't make – he makes zero mistakes. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, – no. Every single week, he doesn't make any mistakes. Okay. I don't even understand. I, I would love to go back through his, like – he has, like – he has like 96 interceptions. I bet you 45 of them are tip balls. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really, like, I, I can't even remember the last time he just threw a pure interception. Well, listen, he's got four picks on the year, and two of them came in that Saints game in week one. Yes. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, so since since that Saints game in week one, he's thrown 33 touchdowns and two picks. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And it's every single week, no matter where you're at, what time of day, who he's playing, doesn't matter. The, the guy doesn't make any mistakes. It's incredible. Um, I do want to talk about the power rankings. and I, I guess this is where you're at on some of these guys. And I want to go through some teams. And I'm going to give you the option. You are the you own these teams. And would you fire the head coach or not? But uh, We'll get to that. But um, should we open up? What do you want to talk about first for the NFL? Uh, let's talk about these teams. Let's talk about these power rankings. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Is it the Kansas City Chiefs? It might be. <laughs> Quite well, eight straight. Yeah. And it was funny. So when they were three and four, we, we talked about it, right? And we said, man, that fucking defense, that defense is so bad. They can't do anything. We know their offense is spectacular, but that defense can't do anything. Boy, over the last two months, defense has been phenomenal. <laughs> Steel curtain. <laughs> phenomenal. Shout yeah. out Steve Spagnuolo. 
Spagnola, yeah, whatever Spagnola, his name is. Yeah. Spagnola, shout yeah. out Spagnola. Whatever they did, they made some adjustments on defense. Defense started playing. They got healthy. Um, and all of a sudden, Pat Mahomes doesn't really have to go out there and be Tyron Superman. Matthew woke up the boys. Tyron Matthew woke Remember? those boys up. Um, and ever since then, in this eight-game winning streak, man, again, we always knew that this team was Remember? gonna. Oh, I think we lost you for a minute. Hello? Yeah, we're back. I'm good. You All good? Right. Yeah, yeah. You were saying, remember when what? Remember when they tried to bury Tyron Matthew and yeah. he was a bad guy and he yeah. was uh, oh, yeah. a because he smoked a little tree? Yeah, of course. What? Cut it out, man. Cut it out. Stop it. Stop been a, it. Been a model citizen in the NFL. Yeah, nothing model, but it, dude. Model He's citizen been a, in the NFL. He's been a monster. But yeah, forever. so over this eight-game win streak, man, I mean, they fixed the defense. You don't have Mahomes going out there trying to be Superman every single play, which has really helped them out and kind of calmed him down a bit. And they're playing comfortable and confident and quietly on this eight-game win streak, too. I feel like everybody else is talking about every other team because people bury the Chiefs so early. And they've completely turned around. And guess what? They still have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they're 11-4 and four now. They're 11-4. and four. <laughs> They're 11-4. I mean, just what, like what that. What else do you want? Yeah, just yeah, like that. So They're probably going to finish the year 13-4. and four. Yeah, so without a doubt, I think that's the best team in the NFL. I think the second – Man, it's crazy because I don't think their t- I don't think their team is that good. Like on paper, it's not like man, this team scares the shit out of me. But because they have Aaron Rodgers, it has to be the Green Bay Packers. He plugs so many holes. He plugs so many. He holes. does. He I, there's nobody in the NFL that plugs more holes than Aaron Rodgers. This 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 team and this season reminds me of the last two Green Bay Packers seasons. It seems like they catch so many breaks, Nick. I've never seen anything like it. Mayfield threw four picks, and they yeah. won by two points. Yeah. At home. At home. I mean, they seem to be always on the right end of turnovers, ref calls. They didn't. They the 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 pi holding doesn't get called on the last play on the last pick. It's a blatant hold, and and a first down for the Browns to yep. continue to to continue to drive. Nothing yeah. happens, right? And then you know where it catches up to Green Bay? In the NFC Championship. They they bump into a real dog in the NFC Championship and they get smacked. And that's what they that's what's happened the last, I don't even know, three years or two, two years now. Two years. They lost to Tampa and then they lost to the Niners. And uh, they've been 12 and four and made to the NFC Championship each of the last two years. Yeah. So then there and you go. I think LaFleur has the best three year start of any head coach in the NFL history or something. And then like they that. get they get they get clipped in the NFC Championship because I think a lot of that stuff catches up to them. Yeah, so the team isn't that good. Yeah, I really don't. I, I, I don't know. It's not that put, good. It's oh, Rodgers, yeah. Devontae Adams, and then like, blah. you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like that team is not great. Like, you're not, again, you don't, you're not looking at superstars all over the place. It's a solid football team. It's a well coached football team. I'll give it's one of those on things that, if but, they get, but if they get to play in Lambeau, but if your quarterback plays flawless every week, it just, it's proof. Your quarterback plays flawless every week, you will have a chance to, to win a lot of games in the NFL. Period, point blank. And that's what he does. And that's what he does. They have three losses. One is the first week of the season where Rodgers literally had been kicking Awful. it the whole summer. Yeah, he put a loop and up and showed up. He just showed up in flip-flops. Remember when they, <laughs> remember when they did like the over-the-top yeah, 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 He showed yeah. up in flip-flops, a T-shirt, and sunglasses. And I was like, was, all right, I guess <laughs> I'll come back and play for you guys even though I hate you. Yeah. They lost that game. Then the other game they lost was Ro- uh, Rodgers was out. Um. Jordan, oh, that was Love the Jordan Love played. game. Yeah. Jo- Jordan Love played. They that's lost you, that game. That's you, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. They lost Jordan that Love game. Attempted to play football. And then they lost a shootout to Minnesota yeah. in Minnesota. 
Yeah. So those are the three losses for Green Bay. One is you could chalk it up to them not being ready. Then Aaron Rodgers is out. And Minnesota's then, the only real is is the is, true loss. Is a true loss, right? That so, wasn't Aaron Rodgers' fault by at all. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I think it's interesting. In the latest ESPN power rankings, they have Dallas at three in in front of Tampa Bay, the Rams, Buffalo, New England, all those guys. How do you feel about Dallas being up there? What well, they did because the they, I mean, they just, very impressive. They, they smacked the shit out of out of the skins. So I mean, yeah, of course, right? Like I'm sorry, watch the football team. Yeah. But um there's not a good very good team. I did that and on that national is, TV the other day. Uh, I was like, that's Man. not good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but they've been dec- but that's also a team that's been decimated by COVID, and that's what they're supposed to do, right? Like, obviously, 56 to 14 is special. Um, so I think coming off of that, and you know the Cowboys are always going to get a crazy amount of national love. So they beat somebody sure. by 40 plus points. Of course, they're going to be third in the power rankings. It's a solid team, though, man. I mean, I, th- I like that team, but again, I don't trust Mike McCarthy. Like the blunders will catch up to you in a big moment. They always do. They always do on these guys who make these big mistakes. These Bill O'Briens, these Mike McCarthys. When it matters, and he's stayed away from it because he's had a lot of questionable decisions this year that could have gone the other way. Talk about a team catching breaks. They have caught some breaks on some bad Mike McCarthy's decisions. Like yeah. what he's what he said the other day, the ozone. Did you see that quote? <laughs> the ozone. No, I, I didn't see that. I saw oh, a couple you didn't of see that? Oh my uh-uh. god! They asked him why he didn't call a timeout to get another playoff. So they're, they're, it's, it's going into the half. There's like seven seconds left, and yeah. he definitely has enough time to call a timeout and get another play. Instead, he lets the clock run down and kick a field goal, right? And they asked him like, "Why didn't you, you know, call a timeout and try to get another play?" He's like. Yeah, you know, we uh we call that area of the field the uh the yellow zone or the ozone. And then, you know, in that play we have uh it, it was just a rambling answer that it made no sense. They, 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 they killed him on national TV for like three days. <laughs> it was the most it was the most Mike McCarthy show I've ever seen in my life. So he I, is I, really bad with the clock, man. He's really it, bad with the clock, and that matters in the playoffs. It does. It That's does. That's like where a head coach like- shines, the clock management matters. That's something that could be fixed. Like go th- go through some late game situations, like yeah. with the coaching staff, and be like, what what could we, what should we have done here? What could we have done here? What could well? And here's the you? thing: Mike McCarthy's not a play caller, and he's not a defensive coordinator. So that's really why he's there, right? Like if you're that type of head coach, and you're not the chief play caller, and you're certainly not the defensive coordinator, you're there to manage the clock. You're there to be a game manager. You're there to if manage you, the game. If you can't manage the game, I'd say that's probably an issue, right? So yeah. like. <laughs> um, uh, that worries me a bit about them, but I also feel like if you gave me the Rams versus the Cowboys in a playoff game, I'm taking the Rams. Mm, I don't know, man. I'm taking the Bucks. I, I, man, I love Dak a lot. I like the, of course, and, of course. And that offense that Kellen Moore is calling, they seem to really, you know, what was impressive about the other night against Washington was they seem to finally lean into like what they should be doing. It wasn't like, let's get Zeke the ball a bunch. Yeah. Uh, we got to get Zeke the ball. Then let's, it was like, what's our, our best offensive game plan or, or production comes when Dak drops back and throws the ball. Yeah. And he raid. threw it all over air raid. Yeah, Just air all raid. over the place. Here's CD. Here's seven catches. Mari Cooper, here's eight. Schultz, here's some, here's some balls for you. I mean, it's just like they, they finally were just like, man, let's go. We're comfortable. This is who we are. This is what we're going to do. And that, but he's also coming dangerous. off. Of, but he's also coming off a few weeks where he hasn't really played great. 
So like yeah. Dak, Dak needed that. So I get where you're coming from on that. But at the same time, man, he's had some he's had some duds here. I mean, he threw two picks against uh, the Skins last time out. Some bad picks. Threw a pick against the Saints. Threw two yeah. against the Chiefs. You know yeah. what I mean? So he's had some bad road games. Um, so I think locking up home field is paramount for them. But I'm still not. I'm not. I'm not putting them over Tampa in my opinion. Oh, Tom Brady had a bad game. Sorry. What is that like six and fucking twenty five years? Yeah. Like, I don't even want to hear it. I heard someone say on ESPN the other day, they're talking about all the issues that Bucks have had. I think it was Ryan Clark, and I love Ryan Clark, but this is absurd that we even still speak in these terms. They're talking about <laughs> all the injuries and all the things the Bucks have had. And he was like, if, if Tom Brady can overcome this, it'll truly cement his legacy. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Submit his legacy. Submit his legacy. What the fuck legacy is Tom Brady submitting right now? Yeah. That shit was signed, sealed, and delivered eight years ago. Yeah, it's frosting. This if, it, all if it wasn't cemented for you when he went to a new team at 40 years old and won a Super Bowl in the first year, I don't really know what else he needs to do for you. Yeah. I, I don't if you're still talking, it's the same people we're talking legacy with LeBron. I don't know. These guys could could literally retire today and we're good. I've i I've already I'm seen enough. I've how seen do you, more than enough. So how do you feel I, I, about I them losing it. Godwin for the year? And... That's a huge loss for them. Yeah. That's a huge loss. I was watching some graphic where they're showing exactly how much they use him. He's one of those guys who move all over the field, and they use him as a blocker. And if you know Tom Brady, he loves those type of guys. He comes from New England where multi-use players are 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 what you want. So I think that's huge for them. It saved A.B., though. A.B. was going to get cut. COVID and Godwin getting hurt same day being brought him back to the roster because they were definitely done with his ass after that goofy COVID shit. Um, so they get know. him back. Listen, bro, I think that is Tom's guy. It so, is his guy. So, so he he couldn't have been done because Tom got him on the roster. <laughs> Tom's like, hey, Bruce, we got to keep him. I'm sorry. No, Tom's like, yeah, that's my guy. Oh, that's my guy. I'm like, like, yo, Tom he'll, really he'll come stay with me dude. for a couple weeks. We'll, yeah, we'll get him, Tom, we'll get him yo, right. I'll get him right. <laughs> if you watch how they interact. Yeah, he loves them. And he, dude, he loves AB, man. Loves him. He loves AB. Love he him. thinks, I don't know what it is or what they've talked about. Remember when he let him? He was gonna let him come to the crib. He was living in the crib. He said yeah. for the first few weeks he's living yeah, in the crib. Dude, he loves AB, bro. Yeah, he loves AB. Like that's what it is. I think he, I don't know if it's he thinks he's misunderstood or whatever else it is. But yeah, he he loves AB. Loves what AB does. Loves rocking with AB. So, but that, you know, yeah, and, and and so like I'm 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 good with them, man. Just because again, I you know me, I'm not betting against Tom Brady until you give me a reason to, and I've been that way for years now. And I also I, love I, you, my ahead. fault. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. and then you get to the playoffs, and he's gonna do his thing. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Yeah, I was just gonna say I, I really loved how Arians kept it 100. That's the first time I've I've heard a coach he being said? asked like a tough question about like some political type shit. They were like, so with you know, you 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 came out and said that A B was on a one strike thing, and then he 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 comes out with this fake COVID vaccine and you still have him on the team. And it's like, yeah, we need players. I don't have them. Uh, we need wideouts. We don't have any. And AB is a really good one, so I'm gonna bring him back. Next, Next. question, like, Next. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he didn't try to. He he was like, yeah, listen, bro, we trying He's to win forward. fucking games. Trying to win I, ball I, games out here. I'm not trying to. I don't. I know what I said, yeah. and I know what he did. If we and have a parade in Tampa in January, you won't be asking me about fucking AB. <laughs> He's coming back. So, <laughs> yeah, so next question. Back. Yeah, next question. Next <laughs> exactly. Question. Yeah. So, so he just told you though, exactly, right? Like that's why he's there. Um. So yeah, I, I trust them, and I think they fixed some things on their defense too. Um, yeah. Again, it, yeah. No, I was gonna say before we get into before we get into uh, I want to talk about Mayfield. I want to talk about Lamar Jackson 
But I'm gonna give you some quick. I'm gonna give you some quick hitters on if you would fire this this coach or not. Well, if he, if he resides in the palatial state in Scottsdale, the answer is yes. Okay. Well, we'll we'll close with that because I know you got some comments on that. But um, <laughs> New York Jets, Robert Sala. This is year two. One. This is year one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, remember, he, Adam Gase was there last year. Adam, Adam Gase, Gase was there last year. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so then he doesn't get fired. We got we got to give him some more time. I know the answer to this, so but I'm going to ask you anyway because I can, I feel like you can color it up. Mike Tomlin, seven and seven, no quarterback, nothing. You would obviously keep Mike Tomlin. Other coaches are fucking one and thirteen. I I, I truly believe that. I yeah. truly believe that. The, 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 it is the program. It's the institution. There's a reason he's never had a losing season, which is much happens in the NFL. His quarterback is 47. Uh, his, his roster's aged. But if, if who else would you rather have lead the turnaround for this team? Mike yeah. Tomlin stays. He if you fire Tom, it says a lot. And and the Steelers are they've what they've had three head coaches over the last 70 years or something like that. Like it's some it was Noel, then it went to uh, Cower, and then it went to Tomlin. That's it. And they've yeah. always been good. Yeah. It's always a good program. Let me ask you this. And they win Super Bowls. So, yeah, no. Washington football team, Ron Rivera. Does Ron oh, Rivera man. get a little bit of too too much love? He gets a lot of love. He gets a lot of love, bro. And I get he, you know, he he he's beating cancer or beat it. I don't know exactly where we're at on that. But yeah. I think, no, he beat it. He beat he cancer. Beat yeah, he did. He's yeah. back. He's on the sideline. He's a really good guy. He's a defensive guy. Players like him, Ron Rivera guy type of guy, but he doesn't win very much. No, he doesn't. Um, I and think they don't have a quarterback, and I get that. Would you fire Ron Rivera? So I think you look at last year where they made it to the playoffs with they have like eight different starting quarterbacks. By the end, it was Hinky and all these guys. So I think you give a guy credit for that. I think if you're Washington and you've had just such a tumultuous last few years whether it's the shit with the owner it's the fact that you refuse to name your team there's the dre gruden situations there's the rg3 shit there's the Kirk cousins shit like he just had bad headlines i think the one thing that ron rivera does he's a stable voice in the locker room he is a professional football head coach doesn't take any shit i mean he came in there looked at haskins and said i don't care when you're i'm done hey get this guy the fuck out of here there's we will not i'd rather have no quarterback than this guy like yeah. that, that's what did they start somebody random that week, right? He was like, I, I don't said. even want get the, get out of the building. I don't play that shit. So I think again, when you look at these teams who are trying to turn stuff around, like I almost look at what would you expect from him to do this year? Like I, I the roster is shit. You got some good guys on defense, but you lost Chase Young early. You have no quarterback. You're in a rebuild. Um, I would probably give him another year because I don't think you really get anything from firing him. You're just gonna go straight back on the carousel. Joe Judge, New York Giants. Yeah, you got to. Got to go. That team has made no progress. Your quarterback keeps getting worse, and there's nothing to look forward to. I get you've had some injuries with Saquon Barkley, but the team is is trash. His, couldn't, and it, I'm, I'm, and it's, I'm looking at almost everybody in the AFC East last year when no one wanted to win that division, and we they let Washington win it with no quarterback. Like, you should have been a player in that situation last year, so I think you should lose your job. Because Daniel Jones, I don't know, I don't know what we're doing here. Someone get someone else to get a look at him and then just make a decision if he's your guy or not. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything that would make me think he's your guy, but it can't be him and judge again. Yeah, I agree. I think the biggest the biggest thing for me and and the knock on Joe Judge is when he brought on Jason Garrett. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't understand that. 
So your offense, they don't you, you want to talk about the Bears being a really bad offense? The Giants are they're in the same caliber. They don't score any points any week. They do nothing on offense. And it's one of those things where I think Joe Judge does have to go. I'm gonna have to agree. And that whole Daniel Jones situation is also interesting because it's another one of those situations where it's like top five draft pick now we're talking about. Yep. And he hasn't done shit. Turns and the he, ball over a ton. That's the problem. Like we said, I said it yesterday in the group chat, like there's a big difference between the shitty quarterback who doesn't give the ball away and a quarterback that does. And you got a guy who consistently gives the ball away. You just can't work with it. You can't work with the guy who consistently gives the ball away. And his fumbling and interceptions have been a problem. Great athlete, right? But yeah, I, I don't All know right, what you do with that. Yeah, fire yeah. him. Keep going. Let, I love let's, move, let's move to the NFC North. We have the Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy. Yeah. Obviously, that's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, I mean, get him out of here, ASAP. and not even emotionally. Like, I think even if I loved Matt Nagy, I'd be like, you got to fire him after this. It's just yo, it's and just you know, and, and they, they can't score, and you can't know, score, and you know how like the, the fucking season... Lions put up thirty on Sunday. The Bears can't score. I don't get it. You know how the season ends and people get fired. I'm talking about this man needs to be fired right when the last second goes off the last game yes. of the regular season. He needs to be fired right then. Yep. I'm not talking about wait a couple days. I don't need right. to hear a press conference closing yeah, out the year. None of that shit. Fire this guy immediately after the season's over. He's done. Pure point blank. Yep. All right. Dan Campbell's in year one. I, I wouldn't fire Dan Campbell. Would you fire Dan Campbell? No, it seems like Lions. they really play hard for that guy. That They don't have anything. They, they don't, don't have any, any players. They have no talent at all. I mean, they, like, no they, they really just have zero talent. And then you, you, you compound that with Jared Goff. Like, I... I think it says a lot when it – like, you saw after they won and he gave the game. Like, those guys really fucking play for that dude. Yeah. He seems like a, a player's coach. Um, I know he's corny, right? Very, very, like, old-school football coach, cliche, rah-rah guy. Yeah. But, yeah, give him a chance. It's the fucking – you're the Lions, dude. You can't fire a coach every year. No one's going to want to go take that job. Yeah, I agree. Give him another right. chance. Yep. Zimmer? Tampa's safe. Atlanta's oh. coach you is didn't go to You didn't go to Minnesota? Because I'm firing that guy. Yeah, Zimmer, you're firing Zimmer. Oh, I've been firing Zimmer. I fi- I'm firing really? Zimmer after the Lions game. Yeah, I'm firing Zimmer's fired. How many years? Just, how, many how many years many... are they going to be mediocre? I mean, they have a roster. They have talent. You have a you have a quarterback that you pay money to. You have an elite wide receiver. You've had talent on defense. A couple. You've had draft picks come through there. This is a team that's shown that they can compete, but it's inconsistent. This is one of the most inconsistent teams in the league. Like I, as far as talent and production, matches you know what to. you're you're so right, and I never even thought just because I think he's a I think he's a solid coach, so yeah. I didn't even think to fire him. But they've been mediocre for the last I don't know seven they're, seasons. They're, he's they're, been there. They're mediocre. They lose bet. They lose games they shouldn't lose, but win games they shouldn't win. It's just there's no consistency to that. And then when that's the case, like you you can't set your, you can't do anything with that. The Packers just win this division every year just by showing up. So I think Minnesota should be way more competitive ball club. I think he is skated by a lot of criticism. And I told you after that fucking um, Lions game where he fucking dropped all of his safeties on the goal, <laughs> the goal line offense, yeah. didn't, guard, didn't guard anybody, yeah. didn't make any sense. So they've had a lot of blunders like that. I'm firing Mike Zimmer and getting somebody in there that can do something with that talent. And then Kirk Cousins, up- we've given a lot of shit. Kirk Cousins is playing lights out football this year. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, listen, a new coach could then have the opportunity to decide if they want to go with Kirk again or go get another or do whatever they want to do. But And if you're a defensive coach and your defense isn't that great, which theirs isn't, that, that doesn't match up with me either. Just like if you're an offensive coach nagging and you can't score points, it doesn't – what are you doing? 
Yeah, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I'm moving yeah. on from Zimmer because I think that team has a lot of talent. Okay. I, I, I actually agree with you. So I, yeah. I never and – I, and I swear to God, that's just the first time I've even thought about it. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, all right, Tampa Bay, you're not firing Arians. I don't not even know the I don't even know the Falcons. I forget the Falcons head coach's name. Uh, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. I think no. This is, I we're not, I'm not firing him, but we brought this up in the chat. Hey, if I'm Atlanta, they, trade, trade go. Mac Ryan. Yes. Trade, if you can get all that for Stafford, and let's keep it real, Matt Ryan has had a better career than Matt Stafford. So if you can get all that for Stafford. If you get all that for Stafford and Matt Ryan still has football left in him, if I'm a contender, if I'm Denver, if I'm fucking uh, throw out some teams that have good rosters but no quarterback. Yeah, if I'm Cleveland, one of these, Cleveland, if I'm any of these guys, Denver, I am Cleveland. lining up for Matt Ryan. He can still play. Okay, I know we all have our own opinion on him. but I don't, I don't over, love Matt Ryan. <laughs> we don't love him, but, I mean, he's an upgrade over a lot of guys in the league, and he has played good football. And, again, if you want to try to have the Stafford effect of removing a guy from a situation where it's just not working, and if you're Atlanta, Ryan is good enough to win you six or seven games every year, but you really need to be bottoming out and trying to get a new quarterback in there. Yeah. Get a couple picks for him. Like, that's what teams want. Denver, San Francisco, any of these guys should be lined up to make a call on Matt Ryan. So not fire Smith, but package no, up Matt new, Ryan. Package up Matt Ryan and hit the reset. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, hit the reset. It didn't work. You got an MVP and a Super Bowl uh, appearance out of it. Hit the reset. It's okay. Sean Payton. Well, I would love for them to fire Sean Payton so we could pick him up. Yeah, sure. But they're not going. As long <laughs> as he not. doesn't. As long as he doesn't bring Taysom Hill with him. Listen, Sean Payton is in the not fired category. Not getting fired no, he's category. Good. No, he's he's going to be the guy that steps down. Yeah. He's in the step down category. No, Absolutely. no firing for Sean Payton is yeah. is, is happening. No, All right, he's what about step down though? Go ahead. Matt Rule, Carolina yeah, Panthers, seven year contract and all that money, and that team has done nothing. What they won three meaningless games at the beginning of the year and haven't done shit since. Quarterback's been a disaster, but they they're the ones that wanted to trade for Sam Darnold because apparently you could salvage a guy who loves to give the other team the ball. Um, I I, I don't <laughs> think I don't I don't think you can fire him because you owe him too much money. Would I fire him? Probably not. I'd probably give it one more year. I think three years is fine, especially with a guy making the adjustment from college to the NFL. But they gave all that money for a college coach that no one had ever heard of. I think this is the thing too, man. If you're 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 when you give him seven years, you're you're signing up. You you yourself as a franchise is signing up for this guy needs time. Needs this time. is not a three year. This is not a four yeah, year deal. Exactly. Y- y'all y'all signed up for seven. So you at least got to give him three, four. Yeah. yeah, you think I'm a program builder, and apparently that's what he was in college. He'd go to programs and save them, right? So right. He, fixed, he fixed Baylor after the Art Bryles shit. So, yeah, give him, give him the time to do his thing. Um, I don't, Yeah, I don't, I don't think you gain anything from firing a guy three years into a seven-year deal when you gave him Sam Darnold. Yeah. All right, let's close it. Well, did they give him Sam Donald, or, or was he with was he with that addition? I, w- I don't I don't you know understand why they didn't stay with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't I didn't see that. Uh, but that, you get that me? from Bridgewater to Darnold was a huge leap. Like I watched the film, Sam Darnold's not good. Yeah, he shows no. some flashes. He has some talent, but he is the the king of turnovers. Yeah. So yeah. All right, let's get into the NFC West because There's some folks over there that need to get fired. Cliff Kingsbury's ten and five, fired right now every year, but they've been struggling. They always start off nice, and they the always fall apart the in the second half of the year. That says a lot, and that's you, you want to go into the playoffs hot, not the other way around. You would fire Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. And we've been talking about Cliff Kingsbury. The these are bad losses at well, home divisional game against the Rams. A game you lose to the Lions. I get the Colts are hot, but it's another game you lose at home. Like these are issues. Yeah, they're three and four at home and seven and one <laughs> on the road, but. <clears throat> 
I think the biggest indictment is that this is the third year in a row they've started the season really well and then closed it out really poorly. Yep. And do you have uh, any confidence in them heading into the playoffs? Not coming right now. Eight, coming off an 18-point loss to the Lions where they got thoroughly owned? Hopkins Hopkins is a big piece that's missing. Missing. Um, But, yeah, you would fire him, though. Yeah, I, I think if this doesn't end with um, – if he doesn't win a playoff, a playoff game, game? Year, you have to win a playoff game. You have to win a playoff game. If you don't win a – if you simply just making the playoff with the team that started off 8-0 – is that right? Were they eight and zero or eight and one? And I get you had two games with Colt McCoy, but you won one of those ball games, so you really can't use that as an excuse. Um, would be an issue. And Kyler Murray's regressing towards the end of the year. Like this isn't how it's supposed to go. Yeah, it's supposed to be getting good. better. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I think that that falls on the head coach. And you're supposed to be an offensive genius and a whiz kid play caller, but they've won a lot of games off defense. So it's this another guy. This one is tough because and he should get fired and not move out because I probably wouldn't leave that crib. And, <laughs> and I get it's a what have you done for me lately league. But if this is flipped, we're talking about him being coach of the year. But since it's not flipped, he he deserves to get fired. They're 10 and 5. They're I 10 don't and, know, man. They're 10 and 5 and might end the season at 11 and 6 and lose in the first round of the playoffs. So yeah. now you're looking at over three years. He is what, five hundred? He's twenty three and twenty three over three years. Yeah, no, five and, and ten, and, and, eight and, and, and eight. And, and, and if five. you look at the back half, it's they're never way below five hundred. They're yeah. never good. So, I mean, I never liked the hire in the first place. I hated so. the hire. He got fired <laughs> from Texas Tech. Then he get hired as USC's offensive coordinator, and then he they got hired for like a week as SC's he came offensive coordinator from Texas Tech. No, but he like, came straight from Texas Tech, but he got hired at USC as the offensive coordinator. And then got offered the uh, Cardinals job and took it. He uh, never he never went to USC, but he got hired. It was either USC or somebody's offensive coordinator after he got fired from Texas Tech. You said his you said his 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 uh, his charming persona just l- l- rolled him into USC and then and then the Cardinals, huh? Exactly, dude. He got uh, here. It is he. Uh, yeah, USC. He got hired as USC's offensive coordinator, but then the Cardinals hired him the head coach. Can you imagine? You can't get a. Uh, you, you're not getting a. You're not getting college two as a as a head coach in college, and then all of a sudden <laughs> the Carolina, Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals, like, Cardinals like, hey, you want it? What? Yeah. After being a mediocre uh, college coach at sure. Texas Tech. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yes. No doubt. All right. Uh, let's he, close it out here. Yeah. This is the last squad because then because I do want to talk about Baker before so we don't run too yeah. too long. Um, Pete Carroll, Seattle Seahawks. Is that a step We already talked about that. Is that a hey? Let's let's go ahead and step down. Yeah, Pete Carroll. It's, I think he's going to call it a career. I don't think. I think that team needs to make some changes, and I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to do it. He's had a hell of a career. I think he's the oldest or second oldest coach in the NFL. Seventy years old. He 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 he. Go he relax, Pete. He fucking uh, he 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 matrixed out of the USC situation. Dodge a couple bullets. Get out there real quick. Let <laughs> I me mean, head to Seattle. I know you, Super you call, Bowl. Sean calls him the bandit. <laughs> yeah. The thief, oh yeah, he's the out. The thief in the night. The thief in the night. I'm going. Got, got out of SC unscathed. It's unhirable in college still. They had to show show cause to hire Pete Carroll in college. Um. So yeah, great career, but right off to the sunset to get somebody new in there. I think that that relationship has ran its course. Yeah. And it's fine. And it's Love fine. It. And I think Russell Wilson would say that as well. So I yeah. think that's where he, that's the biggest indictment on the whole thing. Yeah, and that's fine, man. You know, it's all good. Shout it was, out to a, him. it was, they, dude. They had a man. They had a, that was, what a that's run. A great stretch in Seattle. What a run. Yeah. yeah, yeah what a yeah. run. Yeah. What, yeah. What a great run by him. And he's the one. He'll always get credit too for making the call on Russell Wilson because remember they had given Matt Flynn all that money. Yep. 
and he saw Matt Flynn, he saw Russell Wilson. I'm going with the fourth round pick. You guys can figure the rest out. I don't care how much money you gave to Buddy. I'm going with this guy, Um, which was a huge move and a franchise altering move, right? Franchise altering move. No, got you to two Super Bowls. Got you to a bunch of NFC championships. Won you a bunch of games that mixed in with the phenomenal defense. So yeah, but I think that that is a situation that's done. Let me ask you this. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Oh no, I love too too safe from the Super Bowl run a couple years ago. Do you think he doesn't get any flack? Uh, he doesn't get any flag. <laughs> he he doesn't get any flag, but I, I like him as a head coach. I'm not firing him. I think uh they dealt they dealt they dealt with a shit ton of injuries last year. Sure. I, I think if if you get that dude like a legitimate quarterback, like they are spooky. So we'll see, you know, what they what they come back and, and, and how they because it looks like Garoppolo is gonna be out. Somebody got like a torn, torn something in his thumb or his thumb's broken or something. So it it might be Trey Lance time. So we'll see what happens there. But no, I like, I'm not, I'm on record saying, please fire him and then bring him here. Yeah. And I think he kind of fits to what you were talking about. We're talking about like, oh, should we give these guys a year three, year four? Kyle Shanahan's first year, six and 10, second year, four and 12, third year NFC championships, 13 and three in the Super Bowl. So and you got to give And then the year after yet. that, they everybody yeah. got hurt. The whole team. So maybe you do great. give Judge another year because that's year three, but they're, they're, I don't see. You don't, don't see, see any it. hope over there. You don't see There's any a hope lot of hope. There. If you watch the Niners on a weekly basis, like they look very lively. Yeah. And they could get in the playoffs and make. Some real noise. So yeah, remember no, that year that they were four and twelve? They had traded for Jimmy at the end of the year, and he was playing lights out. And then they went to that next year, yeah, and he led them to Super Bowl. So yeah, I think that uh, yeah, I'm not firing Shanahan, but there's a lot of guys around the league that for sure need to go. Yeah, we'll keep it there. All right, let's close the show on. Uh, I want to talk about Baker Mayfield <laughs> and the contract situation because we are on record, and I am on record saying in this situation. I would rock with Baker Mayfield. They have a great run game. Stefanski seems to know what he's doing. They have a great young defense. They're just missing the quarterback. But this was also in the same breath of me saying, get your money now. And now we're in the situation where the floodgates are now back open on Baker Mayfield and everyone's saying how bad he is and he sucks and he has no business being the – he's not a franchise quarterback. This is why you get your money – when you're at, when it's fever pitch levels, you won the most games the Browns have won in a minute. You beat you're beating the Steelers. You beat them in the playoffs. I need my contract now. Yeah. Period. That's it. I'm, and I'm not playing until I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about early on in the summer, so we have plenty of time to work this out. Hey, listen, guys, I need a new deal. Or don't expect to see me. You have no business going into the year without a new deal because this is exactly what could happen. You don't play as well. Stuff goes wrong. Chubb gets hurt. Next thing you know, everyone's calling you garbage week in, week out. And now, I don't want to say damaged goods, but it's going to be your your leverage is dust. You have no leverage. That's that, So that, that's <clears throat> why I say Go get the money when you can and when you need. There, there's no reason he should have he should have went into this year without a without a brand new sparkling deal. So then, when you play like shit, you at least got paid. Yep. So Baker Mayfield currently right now on the fourth year of that deal. They did exercise the fifth year option, so he is on the hook next year for eighteen point eight million. 
But like you said, after that, he's a free agent, right? And if you're the Browns, um, and I think you have to get that deal done. If I'm not mistaken, you got to get that deal done before next year, right? Like, or else he goes into some sort of free agency. Oh, you mean the, like the window for the Browns? If you yeah. do an extension, yeah. So for yeah. them, I mean, you're, you're really in no situation else, but all you can really do is franchise him for 2023. Like, he is the prime candidate for franchise tag. It's going to cost you a ton of money, but I am in no position. I would not feel comfortable handing this guy a long So they, they exercised the 18 for this next coming year? Next coming year, 2022. He's on but the they could, Couldn't they cut him? If they wanted and not, to. But and not pay the 18? Yeah, what, what, gonna, what, no, I think that's guaranteed. That money's guaranteed. It's guaranteed 18.8 million okay. next year. Because that's that fifth year option that you have on first round right. draft picks. So but that's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not even we're not talking about that. Yeah. We're not I'm exercising shit. Oh, so you're not even not exercising the fifth year option on him. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Mayfield. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, no, he came in the season nonchalant about his deal. He's like, I'm not worried about my deal. Same thing Lamar Jackson said. You can exercise all <laughs> no. you want. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm, just giving, not doing a, I'm that. just giving a background on where he is on his contract right, right now. Right. As far as, you know, is it is a next year thing? It's a year after next year where you're really looking into, you know, you have to decide what you want to do. Um, man, he hasn't played well. He played really bad this weekend. <clears throat> the team has not performed. It's not a situation where he can even be like, hey, we're winning games despite some of my struggles. The team has not performed well. They haven't looked good. And now he's in a situation where kind of like you said, where he probably could have signed a solid deal this offseason. Now he's looking at 18 next year, probably – 30 the year after on that franchise tag. And if he doesn't play well, how does he even get to the franchise tag? Yeah. He'd have you know, to have a, so, he'd have to have a light out year ne- next year. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then it's like, so you're saying, you're saying if he's mediocre again next year, you're not even franchising him. You're just moving on. Why would I franchise him? I just yeah. saw three. I just saw two years in a row of him being mediocre. And then the year before that, he's he really was only played. Solid. He's only played one good year. as his rookie year. If we're going to yeah. be completely honest here, he was really good as a rookie and has regressed every year since then. One of those years was the Freddie Kitchens situation. Um, shout out, Freddie. But um, it's just yeah, when you're, it's, it's, it's it's when a tough you're watching, and it's when you're watching a guy, it's like this guy doesn't have it. Doesn't have it. That interception he threw the end, to end the game the other day was, was, was. That was P.I. though. But yeah, it was. But, but the three strong. other before that were yeah, terrible too. Terrible. He was throwing balls behind his wide receivers the whole night. Yeah. Like, I mean, like not even, even on completions, they were behind him. So I think that's the thing. And that leads me to Lamar Jackson. You can't come into the year without a new deal. Now you get hurt. And now if I'm the Ravens, listen, you know, we're pro player, but if I'm the Ravens, I'm like, man, Huntley came in. He looks solid. Yeah. I, don't think I mean, I don't, he yeah. he's not Lamar Jackson level, but I'm going to have to tick off some millions off Lamar's deal. Cause I mean, that's fine. Like, he has so is, much more leverage than Baker Mayfield. So that's yeah, fine. but 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 I'm saying this is Lamar this, has this, other team leverage. Baker doesn't really like. No yeah, one's you, but you feel what I'm saying though. Yeah, yeah. You come off a really really good year. You get a deal. Go get a deal because you don't know what can happen. Your whole offensive line can get hurt, and then now you're looking bad, and stuff's not your fault. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. Yeah. What I'm saying is when you have a good year and you're impactful and your team is winning and you're in the playoffs and Focus you got your a, money and you have a good and you have a good um relationship with the head coach and Harbaugh, you guys both walk into the hey man, I need a deal. That's it. I need to get paid. I need to get paid. So that that's where I'm at. And we'll see what happens with Baker and with 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 Lamar. But um yeah, I man. Just feel like go, Lamar go Lamar's get your in bread. a 
Lamar's in a much better situation than that. He's getting, well, he's a much better quarterback. Yeah, he's he's going to sign a massive deal. It's just a matter of when and where. Whereas Baker, or, or, or do you just keep, or do you just keep friend and you tagging? That's fine. Then he can do the Kirk Cousins get tagged for three years and then go. I mean, hey, yo, that third year tagging somebody is not. It's like a yeah, like hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Kirk, third year tag is like ninety Kirk, mil. Kirk Cousins. Criticize him all you want. He showed he's about his paper. He said, y'all keep franchising me all you want because eventually the Redskins were paying him like $32 million. He's like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Great. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> but so, yeah, I think um, when you look at Baker, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have it. And then Lamar, Lamar, depending on who, what salesman's in the room, you could get a guy that could get in there with Lamar and talk him down too. Because I, I, and I, I'm on record saying this. I don't really, I don't love Lamar throwing the ball either. Yeah, we know that. So, yeah. I mean, there's depending well, on who's he's in the room. Won, he's won so many games. Like Lamar's record sure. as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he has impacted winning since he's been in the league. But yeah, but yeah, so get your money though. Always get your money, man. You know me. We're the biggest proponents of holding out ever. Burrow, I would, I would hold I'm out. Hold, I'm holding yeah. out this year. I'm not, I'm not even showing up. Yeah, Burrow, Burrow, I need a new uh, deal. I'm next putting year, the bro. film on of that throw <laughs> I made the other day and said, "Hey, listen, man." Listen, man. Y'all got already, three. Y'all got three games to figure it out. <laughs> y'all, y'all already shredded up my knee year one. Yeah, yeah. I bounce back and show y'all what time it is in year two. We got a ton of young. We got a ton of young guys locked and loaded. I need yep. uh, right. That's it. These non guaranteed deals go both ways. Yes. This motherfucker up and get me a new one. <laughs> exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I need a deal. I need a Do deal. Do the Ezekiel Elliott. Hey, Ezekiel Elliott showed these. I'm on year two of the deal. I think I need a new one. <laughs> I think hey, I Jonathan. Need a new one. Hey, Jonathan Taylor. Shit. I need a deal. Hey. I'm Jonathan Taylor. I'm like, man, we won what seven and nine off my legs. Nah, hold on. I need hey. a deal. Hey, Frank. Y'all see how much money you gave Carson, bumass, throw the ball eleven times. I need, I need a deal. I need a deal. There's a deal. <laughs> That's it. That's me, it. What do the numbers look like for next year? I need a deal. I'm, I, deal. Uh, I really yes. need a deal. Simple I'm, as that. I don't care what my hey. deal says right now. Coming off the year he's having, I need a deal. I need Period a deal. Point I'm bar. hurting. The only thing that can fix me is I'm, I'm, I'm injured. What's wrong? My pockets. I need a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I need a deal. This ain't adding up. This ain't adding up, man. This deal. ain't adding up. That's know, a great and, point. And hey, I know God, y'all don't trust Wentz, so I yeah. need a deal. That's yeah, you it. really like for real. Prime candidate, if it ever happened to hold out in the season, prime candidate is Jonathan Taylor. I am literally the entire program here, plus the defense. Yes, I need but a deal. offensively, we can't do anything without me. I need a fucking deal. I need a deal. This is crazy. I'll be out the league in three years. I need a fucking deal. Exactly. No, no, like no <laughs> yeah, cap. Yeah, yep. I need a deal. Like need that's it. it. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there, man. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. You know the deal. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. Happy New Year to everybody, man. We'll see y'all next week.